Joshua had not come anywhere near Charlie when the regiment marched into the Allegheny Mountains, which was fine with her. She had really needed the time to think. Then, just this very morning, Josh had just walked up to the cook fire, introduced himself as her cousin, and they walked off to talk. You need to go tell Captain Weaver you're my wife and that you joined up without my permission or knowledge. I'll give you my wages, and you can buy passage home, Josh had said as soon as they were out of the other soldier's earshot. Startled by his blunt command, she'd nearly tripped over an exposed route. He had not even considered for a moment what she wanted or even why she was here. Fighting tears, she had quickened the pace, leading him down a ravine to a spot where they might have a little privacy. Stop, Charlie. Josh's hand had landed on her shoulder gently but firmly. You heard what I said, but I will not be the one telling the captain anything. You will. Oh, no, I won't. Facing him squarely, she had raised her chin and crossed her arms over her chest. Clenching her jaw, she'd given him her best stubborn glare. Only he hadn't blustered and blown as usual. He hadn't even huffed. Not once. The sad expression on his face had been thoroughly confusing to Charlie. It was so unlike her husband to react this way. His hand had come up toward her face, and she had flinched involuntarily. Josh's woeful expression had deepened. Charlie, oh my darling, is this what you think of me now? He dropped his hand. Do you think I would raise my hand in anger to the woman I love, though it seems plain you no longer love me? What? Why do you say that, Josh? I joined this army because I love you. It is the only reason I am here. If you love me, why are you sleeping with all of these men? Josh, no one has touched me. They think I am a man, like they are. If it weren't for Big Billy, I would have shot them all. What about your parents? Where do they think you are? He had moved closer then. Slowly his big hand had come up and gently removed her hat and glasses. There, now, you look more like yourself. His fingers played with the short, dark curls. I miss your long hair. It will grow back. I told my family I was going to visit Aunt Betty in South Carolina. I told them I couldn't bear to stay at the farm without you, and it was true. I couldn't, Josh. She had needed to pray for control and the right words. You have to understand. I like it here, where I know you are close. I like the army. It's like camping out. I always enjoyed the hunting trips we went on with my brothers. He had frowned even more sternly, if that was possible. You liked hunting? Why did you refuse to kill the doe on the last trip we made? Fiddling nervously with a button on her uniform, she had watched Josh lower his long-limbed body to a moss-covered log. That was different. It was a beautiful animal with two young ones. They were so darling. I just couldn't kill their mother. Josh hadn't looked at her face. He had kept his eyes down in the vicinity of her chest. Honey, those Yankees may not be beautiful, but chances are good that some of them will be daddies to young ones, too. He'd raised his face then, so handsome and so familiar, and had looked at her somberly. Are you prepared to shoot somebody's daddy, somebody's husband, or somebody's child? His words came back to her now as she looked down on the scene below and waited for a glimpse of blue. She put on her glasses and wiped her perspiring hands on her gray woolen pants.
Was she prepared? Could she shoot somebody's husband?